You're listening to the NEU podcast. On February the 1st, members from the National Education Union took action. Today we ask, why are they striking? This ballot result is not the end. It's the beginning of a campaign that is going to make the government change its mind. We believe the government knows there needs to be a correction on teacher pay. They've heard the examples that we've been making of GCSE chemistry classes without chemistry qualified teachers, of one in eight maths teachers, maths, maths classes without maths teachers, of them missing their targets for recruitment year after year, missing the targets for primary teacher recruitment. We know the government's heard that. They know there needs to be a correction. The only question is how much pain and suffering is there going to be for our children because there aren't enough teachers before the government does it. Now, it's not good enough for the Secretary of State to simply say there's no more money. What you have to do is fund education properly so that the economy can grow and so that children and young people get the education which is something that is their right. So she has to get serious, she has to get focused, she has to get concentrated and she has to get negotiating. The NEU's ballot of teacher, support staff and leader members in 23,400 schools throughout England and Wales was the largest vote for strike action achieved by any union ever in the UK. Unfortunately, the government has been unwilling to seriously engage with the causes of strike action. Secretary of State Gillian Keegan squandered an opportunity to avoid strike action when meeting with the NEU's Joint General Secretaries before the first day of action. The NEU has sent a resounding message to the government. We won't stand by and watch the destruction of education without taking a stand. Joined by my NEU colleagues, Mari Burton and Molly Hall, I'm Andy Case, and today we talk to teachers, parents and support staff on why members have had to make the difficult decision to strike. First, Mari speaks to Louise Atkinson, the NEU's national president, about the first day of action. Looking back at last week's uh, national action, we had over 300,000 members of the NEU out. We had over 24,000 schools and colleges taking a stand. What kind of message do you think that really sends out to the government, but also to the public about why we're making this action? Well, it's, it's resounding, isn't it? It's an absolutely huge message. I think the government really have to stand up and listen to what we're saying now. Yesterday was our day of regional action and we had many more pickets, of, uh, many more schools and we had many more members on those pickets. And I think part of that is the, the number of members that have joined us. But also I think part of that is, is the members that we already had uh, are realising that actually... Yes, this is important, but also it's really easy to do. And they've got a lot of support from their school or college community as well. When we're talking to parents and we're explaining to parents why we're there, I mean, I don't think I've had one that's been negative. They've all been really supportive. They understand why we're doing it. Um, And, you know, they're they're very keen to support us, whether that's by signing our petitions or agreeing to write to their MPs. Um, So it's it's been a really, really positive experience. And I know that's strange to say because none of us want to be here. None of us want to be on strike. 
Um, but each day that we've done so far, I found really, really uplifting. We've got a lot of members who have maybe never been on strike uh, or have maybe only ever been on strike once. And I think picket lines are something that people aren't necessarily always certain about what they're for, what, you know, why, why people do them. I wonder if you could just talk a little bit about, you know, why is it important that we're also putting on not just uh, regional and national demonstrations, but we're asking our members to go to picket lines as well? Yeah, I think, I mean, it's important to sort of be there to explain to to people why we're there, to explain why we've chosen to withdraw our labour on these days. Um, I mean, we've had some lovely picket lines over the last couple of days of action. So I've got a little fold-out table that's like a picnic table. I fold that out. Um, I've got a few NEU goodies on that table as well. Those um, little key rings for the trolleys go down an absolute treat with families. Um, and, and I generally buy some cakes or sweets for the kids that are passing as well. And it, it's really important for members to get together as well. I've learned so much standing on picket lines with different members about what's happening in their school and, and why they're on strike as well, why they've decided to come out on strike. Um, yesterday's picket I did at my own school where I work and we had um, two teaching assistants who were our our members who turned up to work, saw that the picket line was there and and wouldn't cross the picket line. So they didn't go into work for the day because the picket line was set up there. So that's another reason I think why it's important, because then it gives those members that opportunity to, to support the action by not crossing a picket line. Ahead of the big day of national action on the 15th and the 16th of March. Do you have a message for the members who are listening to this podcast? And my first message, I would say, is get to London for the 15th for our huge rally because it, it will be uplifting and it will be important for us to be together. Um, but the government are starting to listen to us and they are only starting to listen to us because we are taking this action. So I know it's tough. Um, you know, we, we're all facing financial hardship and losing that day's wage it is tough but don't forget that our districts have hardship funds that you can apply to if you're finding that particularly difficult um but it's really really important that we stay strong at this point the government are only listening because we have taken this action uh, we're not going to to resolve this without staying strong and without keeping this action going forward Thanks to Louise, our national president, for speaking with us about our action so far. It's clear that whilst our strike action is a last resort, it's been received well by the public, with many parents, pupils and local people joining us on the picket lines and at our demos. Next, we hear from early years teacher Paula, primary school teacher Leslie and secondary school teacher Steve, NEU members from across the country who explain why educators are striking to save our schools. You know, I think one of the things that has driven me to come out on strike um, with the rest of our union has been the funding crisis that has uh, beleaguered our sector. And it's been going on, accumulating, really, for a decade. Um, Many of us are in budget deficit. Many of us have suffered um, loss of staff teams. I mean, my own setting... After COVID, we lost over a third of our staff team and we lost a section of our building and our provision. Um, it, it is a shocking situation and we're, we're going to be in a position whereby maintained nursery schools simply do not exist at schools. 
um, doing the extra, you know, the vital job that we do um, in in the early years sector, and actually not funding a pay increase is another nail in our coffin. For me, it's about value and respect. For us as educators, as much as anything else, we do a really important job. You know, we are the people who are educating the workforce, you know, of the next generation. And I actually feel we're absolutely right to be demanding um, a salary that reflects that. You know, we are professionals. We do not want to be in this position. None of us want to lose money, especially in, in the cost of living crisis. None of us want to come out of our classrooms and close our schools. The people responsible for the situation we are in now absolutely is the government, you know, and, and whether it's us, whether it's nurses, whether it's rail workers, you know, the cards lay with them. And they they actually, it's, it's about political priorities, isn't it? Because the money is there. We all know the money is there. There's this assumption from people who are not um, well versed within education that teachers come in at half past eight start their job at quarter to nine and go home at three o'clock well it is very rare very very rare for a teacher even a surprise teacher to leave school when the children leave school it doesn't happen some teachers the majority of teachers would come into work by 7 45 8 o'clock the very latest and they're still here after five quarter past five, minutes to six, sometimes being chased out by the caretaker. There are some children who would have suffered because of the pandemic, but actually they're suffering now. They're suffering because there's not enough money in education. They're suffering because teachers are actually having to use their money to provide breakfast for children. If teachers are not paid properly, if there is not enough funds in the schools to run the schools properly, to make sure that the heating is, is adequate, to make sure that there's enough paper for the children to use, to create or do whatever wonderful work they need to do, they will continue to suffer. We are not striking because we need a day off or, oh, the teachers are lazy. We're striking because the funding that is being given to the schools is not adequate. So what we're asking for, I don't think is very extreme. I think it's quite decent and quite normal uh, to be funded. So the effects don't affect the children. This is not brain, this is not rocket science. This is just something we know we need to have. I speak to my colleagues who are older than me and they talk about back in their day, they were able to afford a house with just one teacher's salary. And now so many of my younger colleagues are even struggling to rent. So something clearly needs to be done about pay. There's a shortage of teachers because not enough teachers are coming into the profession uh, and lots of teachers are leaving the profession. I know Rishi Sunak wanted everyone to do maths till they're 18, but you don't have to do maths till you're 18 to work out. But that's going to mean at some point you're going to run out of teachers. You've got more leaving than joining. So, so that's that's a really big issue. And it's the same for support staff. We have fewer and fewer TAs. When they leave, they're not replaced. Back office staff, admin staff, caretakers, cleaners, just they're not being replaced because schools can't afford to replace them. And and then within sort of the classroom resources, science colleagues say that they're cutting back on practicals. 
there are fewer books, fewer fewer textbooks. It's just everything. Anywhere a school can make a saving, it, it seems to be having to do because it's being underfunded by the government and its bills are going up. Uh, the idea of the strike is it puts a bit of pressure and a bit of an impetus on the government to come around the table and discuss things. Uh, if There's no point saying, oh, cool off the strikes and then we'll talk. No, well, how about you put the offer on the table and if we like it, we'll then call off the strikes. And if we don't like it, give us a better offer. It just seems they're going about it in the wrong way because either they don't know what they're doing, which is entirely possible, but more likely they don't have an offer to give us. I think you need to also look at the bigger picture and when you, you see how much children's education is being damaged day in, day out, uh, it, the, the, the thing we're fighting for far outweighs the disruption we're causing. So if all the children with EHCPs had a member of support staff with them, their education would be vastly improved. If if there were enough teachers qualified to teach maths, teaching maths to every child, their education would vastly improve. If every primary school teacher had a permanent teacher um, in in the in their classroom, rather than supply and cover, and teachers changing every term, their education would improve. And parents know this, and teachers know this, and everyone in the schools knows this. And I think that's why the public is so supportive. Many thanks to Paula, Leslie, and Steve for their time. They have made it clear that members do not want to strike, but have to. Teachers' pay does not reflect the hours they are working nor the importance of their job. Schools cannot get the staff or resources they need to educate students. It's time for the government to listen to our members' concerns and commit to a fully funded, above inflation pay increase. National Education Union membership is available to everyone working in education. We are the union for your whole career and we represent the majority of teachers and education professionals in the UK. Whether you're a trainee, newly qualified or experienced teacher, lecturer, support staff or leader, you can join the National Education Union. Join now by visiting www.neu.org.uk forward slash join. The National Education Union. Together, we'll shape the future of education. So, what do others think? I speak to Michaela, a support staff member, and Mari speaks to Helen, a parent, about their reasons for supporting the strike. So we're we're looking at a really serious crisis in terms of pay for support staff. People cannot live off a support staff wage. People have to have second jobs, third jobs. And so I think, for me as support staff and as somebody organising with, well, in, in general in schools, um, I think the, the fully funded aspect of the campaign prior to uh, during the ballot period is really important. Um, we know that support staff will be on the front line of cuts. Um, so for support staff, not crossing the picket line, supporting um, the strikes, I, I feel really strongly is about funding next year, most importantly. In terms of the jobs, the jobs for support staff are so varied in a school. If you were working in the kitchens in a school and one of our members doing that job, it's very likely that you might have a second or third job and and universal credit. It's very likely that you're seeing the quality of the food. 
that is being served to children who in many schools need that. That might be their only hot meal of the day, and that's obviously why our campaign for free school meals is so important. If you're a TA, uh, you'll be seeing that there are less TAs and more need. Um, and as we know, in terms of SEND, there's a massive restructure going on at the moment in terms of diagnosis and who who's getting funding and why. Um, and that's impacting very much on, on the staff who work frontline with those children. I think I would say that as parents, we're not just speaking on our behalf. We're talking from the kids themselves and thank you for listening to the kids. I know, that, I know we know that you can only strike about certain things, but we also understand that you are striking because the system is not working for the kids. And we understand that ultimately it's not about just money. It's about a system that isn't working for the children who should be the main stakeholders in that system. And so I suppose the message from parents on behalf of children is thank you. Thank you for sticking up for for trying to create a better system for for us to learn in. And, and I don't want to sound really cheesy, but schools shouldn't just be a place of exam factory robots, you know, sending those kids through. They've got to be places where our children feel loved, you know, and you can't do that in a system that's broken, where the teachers are exhausted and not being paid properly. And for the government to think that teachers aren't being supported by parents just seems a bit ludicrous because... We're not blind. We know what's going on. And I think over time, I've seen that teachers are, are very good at pretending. You know, you have to stand up in front of kids all day, every day and put on an act. And you, you're very good at doing that. But I think the cracks are starting to show. And I'm, I think that parents feel a little bit like, why is it taken so long for teachers to stand up and say we deserve a bit more? You need to be respected, rewarded you remunerated for the care that you give our children. There's like a massive increase of pressure that's come down from the government onto teachers and schools and ultimately onto our kids, but a complete decrease in, in the value that goes with that. where support staff have lost 27% of their pay since 2010. Is it any wonder that teachers are taking on part-time jobs because they can't pay the bills? So today, friends, we make a stand here! It really is just us wanting the best for the people we teach every day. I'm here today as well as all the other support staff because enough is truly enough. They say, why are we doing this? Think of the children. We say, we are thinking of the children. That's why we're doing this. It is for the children. you're fighting for your pupils, you're fighting for the education system because your working conditions are our learning conditions. Pupils can't learn if teachers aren't earning enough. It is that simple. We're hoping that it gets people to listen and to step up and do something and to realise what a big crisis it is. Our government has no answer.
many teachers, this year's action is the first time they've been on strike. NEU members have not made the decision lightly and it's been heartening to see and hear the increasing support we've had from parents, carers and the wider public in our demand for fair pay. As I'm recording this, we still hope to receive an offer to resolve the dispute from Education Secretary Gillian Keegan, which will allow us to call off the strikes. But until we do, our members will continue to stand up for education, stand up for schools and stand up for the pupils they teach. If we don't fight to save our schools, who will? Thank you to everyone who's spoken to us today, including our fantastic NEU members, Paula, Leslie and Steve, as well as our national president, Louise Atkinson. And of course, a big thanks to Helen and the many parents who've been in touch to let us know they support the strike. Thanks also to Comma Music for use of their music. You can stay updated with the latest action by checking out neu.org.uk forward slash payup or by visiting payupsos.com. You can get involved in the conversation by following our podcast on Twitter at the NEU podcast. See you next time.